going, everybody? My name is Ryan Williams, and this is the Ask Assist P podcast. So this is a companion podcast to the other side of the firewall, where we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made to the other side of the proverbial firewall. So I've been blessed over the past few weeks. I've had really good guests on the show, and uh, today is no different. So I greatly appreciate you for, uh, for giving me your time tonight. I just want to uh, briefly have you introduce yourself, and then we'll go over your background, your cybersecurity origin story, and then from there, like, the sky is the limit. So if you could, for me, uh, just brief background, uh, and then we'll talk about how you got into IT and cybersecurity. Yes. Well, thank you. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much uh, for having me, Ryan. I'm Billy Shihoto, Assistant Director of Advising for SANS at EDU and uh, the Chair Lead for SANS HBCU. And as the Assistant Director you know, I lead a team of amazing advisors who pretty much guide future cyber leaders uh, through SANS and GIAC training. And on the DEIB side of things, um, as not only the chair for SANS HBCU, but also just as part of the SANS DEIB task force, um, I worked with a great team of individuals to try to diversify the field of cybersecurity um, through our efforts with free training um, as well as free summits and whatever we can do to support um, those who are much often unseen and unheard in this field. No, absolutely. And yes, like uh, it goes without saying, right, like the entire reason for the podcast is to highlight people like yourself who have, uh, you know, broken a glass ceiling and gone to a position, uh, senior level position or executive position, or are trying to uh, to reach out to community to kind of grow us, right? Because we're only 9% and it's, it's steadily growing, but you're involved in so many different efforts, right? So I definitely wanted to have you on the show. I'm glad that you reached out and also that you shared the podcast uh, within your uh, network as well. And uh, I don't know if it's just you or several other people. I, I don't know uh, what the story is behind the scenes, but we, we've we uh, gone up. I want to say we're we're 260% over last month. And like, I'm pretty sure it's it's in concert with uh, with talking to you and having you share us out with uh, with your network. So greatly appreciated. And I, I definitely think that this is is timely, right? Because because of all your efforts and because of what's currently going on and just the synergy of it all. Um, so what steps or what processes kind of brought you to where you're currently at, where you're you're uh, in the position that you're currently in, as well as able to do your outreach? Yes. So I like to refer to myself as cyber adjacent because I don't save the world every day or plan world domination like great women named Tanisha Martin. Um, but I do support and advise those who do those things. Um, and I'm not technical in any sense. I actually come from a nonprofit, so a K through 12 nonprofit background. Never thought I would be in education in any shape, form or fashion. Uh, I just kind of stumbled into it. Uh, after graduating college, I majored in psychology. I moved halfway across the country to California. I'm from Georgia. So first time ever living outside of the state of Georgia, moved super far to California to serve with AmeriCorps um, called City Year Organization. And I actually served as a mentor. So I was mentoring and tutoring middle school students on the east side of San Jose, uh, Fisher Middle School to be exact. Uh, so I was supporting those students, trying to get them back on reading level, um, as well as teaching after school. So teaching seventh graders, hoping that with Google coding at the time, because Google was actually donating um, their free coding boot camp. So we were actually leading that with students. 
And one of my coworkers was like, hey, I know we're wrapping up this year, but I think this would be a great opportunity for you. And that opportunity that she was speaking of was a college advising position, which would be going into college access, returning back home to Georgia and assisting high school students through the college process. Because uh, I was a first generation college grad, I had to figure it out on my own. So I thought it was a great opportunity for me to to give back and be that support for our students who wasn't who wouldn't know what that process looked like. And I wanted to make sure that I was there to prepare them for what that process looked like and, and help them avoid as many pitfalls as possible. So um, in that time, I spent two years working in Atlanta and then moved to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, did two more years advising virtually, so connecting with students nationwide. So I went from uh, the west side of Atlanta to serving students internationally and throughout the United States. And after those two years, four total, I kind of realized I wanted to transition into higher ed and assist students on the other side of that coin. So stumbled upon SANS, <laughs> uh, just by chance I was just searching and I was like, I've never heard of this place before, but I'm gonna apply anyway. Got hired and I haven't looked back ever since. I've moved from advisor to senior advisor to now assistant director in three years. So it'll be four years in December. So it's it's been an amazing journey and just learning more about the world of cybersecurity and being able to combine my passion of technology because I've always been very tech focused, always the person that family calls to fix things, figure out things and put things together. So just kind of leading me to their full circle to combine my passion for advising and supporting others with technology. And that got me here to cybersecurity. So I've been, it's been a great journey learning more about the field and meeting all the amazing people who look like us in this field and all the great things that they're trying to do to get more of us in this field. Right. No, that, and that's a, a, amazing. So uh, to, to go back, so you said that your uh, your undergrad is in psychology. So I'm also a psychology. Uh, uh, mine was in uh, social psychology with uh, concentration like deviance. And um, uh, oh, man, what was it? It was deviance and abnormal behavior is kind of what I was uh, looking at at a, a point in time in my career, right, before I pivoting back into cybersecurity. So I always, like, I love talking to, to psych majors because, like, we just think differently, right? We, we kind of want to know how people tick, right, like, to, to understand what, what motivates people. So it's good to see that you're able to take that passion and then move it into to higher ed. Um, and then SANS. So, uh, and this is not a, a plug or a veiled advertisement. I don't have any association with SANS. But I, I do like the organization and uh, the tests are hard. <laughs> so I actually feel accomplished <laughs> when I study for one uh and 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 take it right it's not they're they're definitely not um they're they're definitely not give me's right like you have to earn uh, a certification from SANS and that's that's awesome uh and, and that you're still working with them in, in the capacity that you're working with them um so that being said so we, we talk about HBCUs and I see that you have that connection um what uh other kind of um I guess connections within Atlanta or or that area, because um, I know it's it's growing, right? Like so, we've we've had segments in the past on the show where we talk about how STEM is, uh, like STEM pipelines with Apple and uh, I want to say Bell South and things of that nature. Like, how do you see the area growing when it comes to STEM and cybersecurity and like what kind of outreach uh, and connections do you kind of have in that area? Um, like, basically, I'm trying to I'm trying to to uh, 
get you to plug some stuff <laughs> what, <laughs> without asking directly. Why just ask directly? Like, what, what do you have in, in ways of programs and things of that nature uh, uh, in the area for students, either uh, locally or they can, you know, join from online and things of that nature? Yes. So from a science perspective, there's a lot of different uh, avenues for students regardless of where you're from. I'm actually from rural Georgia. So I'm about an hour and a half south of Atlanta. Okay. Um, so for individuals from the rural south, rural areas throughout America, um, like I was from, SANS has programs such as Cyberstar America, uh, which is a really great program that allows high school students from all over to play a very interactive, fun game called Cyberstart. And if they do really well on that game, then they have a chance to actually earn scholarships that they can learn, use towards college. That's and they awesome. also earned the opportunity to gain a free science course. So we've had kids come through CyberStart America and they earn scholarships for college or they earn a free science course. And before they even graduate high school, they're already GX certified. Like, oh, wow. I mean, okay. Can say that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. No, that's, no, that's, that's great. Uh, especially so, something on, on that level, right? Like having a reputable certification that you can take because it, it's, it, it's great to combine the certification with education and all that good stuff. Um, and people always argue, you know, which one's better? Is it experience? Is it education? Is it certification? What's well, all the above, right? It's just your path to to getting to the career that you want to get to. So that, that's awesome that you have that track to, to be able to uh, to allow people to uh, to accomplish certification before uh, even graduate, graduating high school. So I definitely want all that link and all those all that information so I can put it in the uh, description. Um, with that being said, so uh, when it comes to to growth in the field, because uh, it sounds like you've you've been doing this for for a while now. How have you seen uh, kind of like the population growth and the, the adoption of the uh, the programs that that SANS provides or or any other programs that you've been involved in? Yes, I've seen a lot of growth. Uh, South America has really exploded in getting more students and kids across the nation to participate when it comes to our cyber academies, our SANS Emergent Academies. They've grown a lot. Uh, we had the original academies, which were Vet Success, which is for our veterans out there. We're interested in getting SANS Jack certified um, to our Women's Academy in partnership with WESIS um, and several other um, companies like Google, Facebook, Bloomberg, who have poured into supporting that program is, is huge. Like there's been a lot of women who have come through, done amazing things or are now working in the field of cybersecurity who come from so many different backgrounds. Um, and then we have another academy called the Diversity Cyber Academy for all individuals who identify as people of color um, to one of the newer academies, which is my brainchild and one that I really pour a lot into, which is the SANS HBCU Plus Academy that we are further expanding um, to open up to not just HBCU juniors, seniors, graduate students and alumni, but also um, Black students and alumni nationwide. So there's a lot of exciting things happening there that we're building upon and we're going to continue to expand and open it up so we can reach as many individuals as possible to get them trained in cybersecurity. And what makes our academy special is the fact that we have mentors. So with our academy specifically, shout out to Dunny Green and Lisa Peterson, literally every week, they're meeting with our cohort of students every Thursday. And they're supporting them throughout each and every course in our academy. 
they can earn up to three JAC certifications. So a lot of them are in college right now. Some of them are out of college. There's a good mix of individuals, career transitioners, people who come from the medical field, former teachers, the whole nine, um, who are all together in this one cohort. And they're working together, earning these certifications. And by this time next year, we're going to do it all over again. So my goal is to continue to expand not only the HBCU Academy, but all academies that we offer so we can reach as many people as possible and, and put a dent into the diversity problem that cybersecurity has. Right. Uh, no, absolutely. And as well as just the shortage, right? We, we talk about it week after week, like there's a million jobs out there that are sitting vacant uh, to the point where you have uh, a national strategy to try to bring in more women, try to bring in more and more minorities, try to, uh, you know, bridge that gap with people who, um, who have the ability to bring in that diversity of thought, diversity of, of, of culture. So you hit three big topics for me, right? Like, so the veterans, because I'm, I'm a veteran uh, myself, so I, I, I love to hear it, right? That, that support, uh, as well as bringing in uh, uh, people who have very diverse backgrounds, right? Because the, the military could be anything from a cop to a cook to, uh, you know, an engineer uh, and everything in between. So it's good to see that you have that uh, that that support, uh, as well as you said that you, uh, you're with uh, WESIS. So actually, I've not spoken to anybody from uh, WESIS just yet, but I do follow them on LinkedIn and I see all the great things they're doing, right? Because uh, women make up more than half the population, but I, I think in cybersecurity, like it's maybe 25% uh, when you see uh, a really good stat, but uh, even then it's just, it, it doesn't doesn't make sense, right? How can you make up half the population to have all these people who have all this talent and skill, yet uh, you're unable to to capture them or retain them uh, when you do find uh, uh, women who want to, to um, grow within cybersecurity. So it's good to see that you have that that plug-in as well. And then just uh, uh, minorities in general, right? Like you're going beyond just HBCU, uh, uh, people who are currently in the pipeline or those who are graduated, but just people of color in general. Um, again, we only make up 9% of the, of the field. And with there being such huge vacancies and gaps, like the, your initiatives are are phenomenal. So I definitely want to capture all of this uh, to, to be able to, uh, hopefully someone's listening and saying, well, you know, I'm, you know, a, a, a teacher who wants to, to transition or, uh, you know, a, a flight attendant or, uh, you know, maybe in the military, you were a cook or something like that. Like you bring something to the table, like just having that diversity of thought itself brings a lot. Uh, and then I've seen people, who they jump from law and then they'll come over to cybersecurity because there's policy and regulation and governance and all that good stuff as well. So uh, we, we have plenty of space for you. Please come to our side yes, <laughs> of, the, of the fence. Like we, we need more people. So it's good to have people like yourself and, and those mentors because uh, I think that in itself uh, is, is worth um, the uh, just, I, I can't even, like it, it's it bridges the uh, the gap because there's a lot of people who want to join and they just don't have that that person to talk to, uh, to say hey I did it as well or hey, um, I I was doing something completely different before I pivoted into cyber and it's how I applied those skills over in this side of the uh, uh, of the field whether it be in, in governance and and risk or um, in in audit and assessments or what have you so it's good good to hear that you have that are these uh, these mentors are they volunteers do they do they work uh, in association with you and the uh the academy like if someone wanted to volunteer how would they go about doing so yes um so dunny 
he is paid. Um, however, he does work well behind his scope. Um, so I'll say it's half paid, half um, volunteer. He just always goes above and beyond for us. Uh, Lisa definitely volunteers her time. She works firsthand and she's really passionate about supporting our students. So anyone that's interested in volunteering in any capacity, whether that's coming to speak, uh, I invited a couple people to come speak to our cohort this year and just kind of share their story and have a conversation like me and you are having in a Q&A um, to if you just want to be a mentor from a sense of, hey, I want to join on some of these calls or volunteer my time to do one-on-ones or to support anyone who's struggling, especially if you've went through SANSJAC training before, that's really valuable. Um, for students who are going through this for the first time and they need that pep talk and, and that guidance from a technical aspect. So any technical mentors out there, got to know it, running back, um, we'd love to have you come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, if I could ever help out in some capacity, please let me know. Because um, uh, it just, I, I find that just, that in itself, like just having the, the conversation with somebody who's kind of deciding what they want to do, because cybersecurity is just so, so broad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just having a conversation to say, like, what do you like? Like, what what do you like doing? Like some people like myself, we, we like the boring stuff, right? Like we like the, the governance and compliance and, uh, and risk. And then other people, you know, they want to be pen testers or they want to be threat hunters uh, or they, they just like to do the, um, the quality assurance, right? Like they, they want to QC people's products or they, they're technical writers, right? And they want to, uh, to, to um, kind of be able to translate uh, what we do uh, into something that's palatable so someone can learn from that to uh, to to then decide to either go the path of certification or uh, or what have you so all, all the above is, is a is amazing and I'm glad glad to hear it and see it in in action right um, so if someone wanted to to reach out to you directly um, to kind of uh, to either they're looking for mentorship or they're looking uh, to decide what type of academy they should join. Maybe they, they hit all the check boxes, right? They're a veteran, they're a woman, they're a person of color. Um, how would they reach out to you and your team to kind of uh, uh, help them like decide what, what to do next? Yes. Uh, if they're interested in any of the academies and they have general questions or questions that aren't answered on our academy's website that I will provide to you, um, then they can always email academies at sans.org. Um, if there's anyone who just wants to connect with me, um, have me help out in any way, or I'll try my best. <laughs> no problem. Can't make any promises, but um, they can reach out to me at the HODO at sans.edu um, if they need anything, or they can connect with me on LinkedIn. Like a lot of people do, I have people who message me on LinkedIn um, asking, hey, I want to transition into cyber. What are some things that you suggest? And I and I take the time and I write them a whole <laughs> paragraph of, of different things and link them to different free SANS resources at sans.org slash free um, to our new the cyber field manual, which is a really great document that anyone should have that breaks down building your own home lab to here's different ways to get experience like through our holiday hack challenge that's coming up for 2023. So there's a lot of different opportunities there, but Again, you can hit me on LinkedIn. Um, you can email me, and I can point you in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to share all of your your links and your your bio as well. So I'm interested in the uh, the the holiday uh, 
program you just brought up. So if somebody was interested in in, uh, in jumping in that, do you have to already have uh, a certain amount of skills or uh, what are the, like, the prerequisites? Honestly, there are no prerequisites other than you being ready to have fun. It's built for family. So no matter your age, like kids, adults, teenagers, anyone who has some sort of interest or maybe you're just curious about trying to crack codes and figure out things, the Holiday Hack Challenge is for you. Um, it's been very successful the last few years. So it's really open to anyone. There's no boundaries there. So if you want to get your feet wet, dip your toe in the water, and try things out, the Holiday Hack Challenge is probably one of the best uh, things that you can do just to see if it's for you and you kind of take it from there. Okay. And then and I know that that uh, is appealing to a lot of people who don't quite know what they want to do, right? Like, so to somewhat gamify it, right? Make it fun. So that way they can get a, a taste of, you know, what cybersecurity has to offer and, and how they may fit within the, uh, the, there's a million different things you can do, right? Like, like the, the list goes on and on. If I, if I, one of these days, I'm going to have the cloud behind me of all the different things you could do in cybersecurity, where it's just endless, <laughs> it's just lines and dots and arrows everywhere. Um, so, uh, we, we've talked about your your background. We've talked about uh, kind of your origin story and how you, uh, it was like a natural progression, right? It wasn't like a, a major pivot, like you were in psychology, you're in education, uh, and then you kind of built your way towards uh, all the, the great outreach things that you're, uh, you're currently doing. So if, if someone were to kind of want to uh, walk in your footsteps, right? Like they're, they're uh, like you said, cybersecurity adjacent. Uh, what would you say, like, would be the uh, the building blocks to that. Like, what kind of mentality should they have, and then what steps should they take to uh, to begin the journey? That's a great question. I would say, don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. I feel like I've done that. I'm a more reserved person, a very introverted person. So, uh, in the last few years, I've challenged myself to step outside of my comfort zone to purposely and intentionally connect with people, to put myself out there, to talk a lot more, <laughs> for people to hear my voice. So first thing I would say is definitely don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. Um, the second thing I'll say is to go out there and get it. Don't box yourself in just because you spent the last three years uh, working in marketing doesn't mean that that's your identity. Like, don't allow yourself to be boxed in by the job title, by what you've done in the past, by your education, by your training. You have the opportunity to unbox yourself, to break out of that, to build your own table. Don't wait for other people to invite you to a table. Build your own table, bring your own chairs, and invite who you want to invite. Uh, that's a word right there. Like, no, that, that's that's great. So with that being said, then uh, from everything that you've learned uh, to to uh, go about your journey and, and kind of chart your own path, uh, what would be something um, like what, what would be something where you uh, would tell somebody like, don't spin your wheels here, instead pivot to here, right? Like uh, uh, in the past, I've talked to uh, a couple of different entrepreneurs, right? That have kind of built their own uh, business or they've kind of built their own uh, uh, segment within a company, right? And say like, this didn't exist, but I had this idea. Uh, but where would be somewhere where you would say, uh, if, if you could use your time more wisely, where would you tell somebody to kind of point their, uh, their, their efforts? 
or I guess stay or stay away from this thing, right? Uh, and and then and focus on this thing instead. Definitely stay away from perfection. I know it's easier said than done. No, that's that's great. <laughs> no, I, I like I like where you're going. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. yeah, like nobody's perfect. Don't let trying to be perfect get in the way of being good. Because at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is that you did the best that you could. You feel good about it. The people that you impacted feel good about it. Perfect doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so definitely don't chase perfection. Do chase being the best that you can and giving 100% for that week. And what I mean by that is sometimes we don't give 100% every day. It's not possible. So just kind of measure yourself. 20% Monday. That's fine. You can only give 20% that you do your best. You gave the best 20% that you could give for Monday. And you just build it up. And by the end of the week, you're at 100%. So did you give 100%? Yes, I did. Because you tried your best and you gave your all each day of that week to get yourself to 100%. So that's why I say don't chase perfection. Do what you have to do. Always put yourself first. Pour into your professional development. Don't wait for anyone to tell you what you should do or can do, what do you want to do? What do you see for yourself? Don't limit yourself by what others see you as, but as you, uh, what you see for yourself and what you want to be and chase after that. And use all the resources that you have, like reach out to me, reach out to Ryan, reach out to the individuals that you're seeing who want to help and don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone and ask for help because there are people who are here who exist who want to help you whether it's that get you one step closer to your dream or be that bridge that covers you over to your ultimate success. So. No, that's, that's, that's perfect. And I'm sure there's, there's a ton of people out there who need to hear that. Uh, my, one of my mentors always says the, the, uh, he has like this old saying where it's a uh, good is buried and perfect because perfect is never done. So it's not that you shouldn't chase perfection. It's just that you'll never obtain it, right? Like the perfect thing, like once you get there, you're going to say, well, I can make it better. I can refine it. I can make it more efficient. I can make it prettier. I can do X or Y to it. So it's it's the, like like you said, it's it's about giving the 100%, but maybe you break it down into a five-day work week, 100%, uh, like you said. So no, that's, that's that's great. I never thought about it in that that way, right? Because I've had some days where I'm like, this is a zero. <laughs> I tried my best. However, like, you know, life happened and there was a reset or uh, I didn't get what I want to get accomplished done. We kind of talked about it before we started the podcast, right? Like I've been, I've been in my, in my laptop all day. Uh, I've gotten out of the four things I need to get done. I got two of them done and that's a good day. <laughs> it's not a perfect day, but it's a good true. day. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I got one thing uh, done at work and then I was able to have this conversation with you. So out of the, the four things I need to do before I go on the plane, I got I knocked out two of them <laughs> and I'm better off because of it. So no, that, that's great. That's, that's really good to hear. And I kind of needed that myself. Right. So hopefully somebody who's listening uh, to the podcast that, that kind of pushed them over the, uh, to us having a bad day, but now it's better. Right. Or uh, I can, I can recoup later on in the week. It's only, what is today? Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's See, only Monday. Exactly. It's, it's Tuesday, basically. At this yeah. <laughs> So no, that's that's good. That's a, a good word for whomever's listening. So, uh, so we we've covered like uh, you and your efforts have uh, uh, a multitude of outreach, right? Like if you're if you're a veteran, uh, you you got them. If you're uh, a woman, 
you've got that covered. If they're a person of color, uh, regardless if they, they're in the HBCU pipeline or not, uh, you got them. If they are in the pipeline, you got to track for that as well. Um, we've pretty much covered the, the full gamut. And then on, on top of, uh, you have a cohort currently going, and then you have the challenge coming up for the uh, for the fall. When is the next cohort? Cohort, sorry, I can't speak. When is that? Uh, when does this one end? And when does the next one begin? Yes, this one will end early 2024, um, and the next cohort will begin in the summer of 2024. Okay, and I'm sure the the timelines are on the website as well, right? So if somebody wanted to pre-register or get ready, uh, they, they can probably find information uh, by following one of the multitude of links you're going to give me to uh, to share with the audience. Yes, and we will have updated dates coming soon to the website as well. But of course, you can email us at hbcu at sans.org if you have any questions about anything. Um, and then we also have sans.org slash hbcu if you would like to go to that page as well. And we have a little area where you can express interest in symmetry information. And that way you can get first uh, priority or first dibs on learning about when our application for that next cohort is opening up. Perfect. And if you're not already following um, uh, you on LinkedIn, uh, they, they definitely need to follow you on LinkedIn. So like, like I said, uh, I'm not exactly sure if it was because I, I had a, a really good conversation with you on LinkedIn and the connection. And then you gave me the, the, the bump, right? Like, hey, this is a podcast you need to listen to. And then I met other content creators through you, right? So I think somewhere in that synergy, we've gotten a pretty big bump. So if you're a content creator or you're a person who wants to to volunteer your time or you're or a person who needs to follow you because they kind of want to follow your, your career path or they want to join one of the academies that you mentioned uh definitely like if you have not done so already you need to to connect uh on linkedin uh are there any other social uh network uh platforms that uh people should follow you on linkedin is my main platform that i engage a lot on um, i'm also on twitter i'm meticulously brilliant so i'll also okay. include that um also on instagram but again mainly on linkedin so i would prefer if everyone reach out to me primarily through LinkedIn first. Okay. I'll probably see it a lot sooner um, through LinkedIn if you reach out that way. No, that's 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 perfect. And um, I, I like that you still call it Twitter because I'm not, I'm not going to call it. Right, yeah. I'm not, gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling it X. That's not going to happen, right? It's always going to be Twitter. Uh, so uh, so people know where to follow you. I'm just trying to make sure I covered all my bases before we make a hard pivot. Uh, so what I like to do is whenever I have somebody on the uh, the podcast, like I, I like to get to know all about you and your professional life, but then also you as a person, right? Uh, right now we're, we're seeing multiple articles about uh, people in, in the field of cybersecurity. There's lots of burnout, right? Uh, people need to, to take better care of themselves and their mental health within the field because there's a lot to learn. You're not gonna learn all of it. There's always some kind of um, new, um, either a, a new tool or uh, a, a rule is changing, right? Like the SEC rules just updated or uh, there's a new revision to uh, a bunch of standards that are about to drop at the new year. But what do we do outside of work, right? Like what do we do when it comes to decompressing and, uh, you know, doing what actually uh, interests us and fulfills, you know, like fills up our meter. Like for me, I, I'm still doing cybersecurity stuff off off work, but <laughs> there's other stuff too, right? So uh, on our show, The Outside of Firewall, we talk about that on Fridays, right? It's the weekly rundown. Like what have you done with your family? What have you done on, you know, did you take a vacation? Did you read a book? So uh, for for yourself, like what have you uh, 
what have you been doing for the past week? And then what is kind of like your hobbies or your interests that uh, you do outside of your, your daily uh, profession? Yes, for the last week, I've actually been moving stuff back in. So I did a three-room remodel. So I did my bathroom, my office, my bedroom. So spent the week, past week, moving some things back in, which is not fun because I hate packing and I hate unpacking. <laughs> so right, right. doing that. Um, but I'm really proud of how it turned out um, with the new space. I feel like it was a great timing to do a good refresh and, and reset for myself um, that way. Um, but outside of uh, this past week in the whole remodeling business, I'm a huge sports fan. I love my college football. So I'm okay. super excited that college football is back. Go dogs. Um, but I'm also really creative. So I love music. I love art. I love creating, whether it's baking, cooking, because I love cooking and baking um, and just traveling as well. So I've made an intention to try to travel at least twice a year want to get that up to three times a year but I think I'm making great strides and so I'm, I'm looking forward to my vacation in November <laughs> and my oh. birthday coming up next month so so I have a lot okay. of things to look forward to to get me through <laughs> the rest of the year right. um and, and then also just supporting um other organizations locally um like the local breast cancer walk that's happening here in October I walk that every year so I'm going to support that and donate and also walk um and it's more personal to me this year so definitely going to participate and represent for my family this year and that walk was a lot more personal and recently the other weekend volunteered with the Atlanta Hawks did the million meal pack that's fun because okay. I love volunteering so I always get a lot of energy out of pretty much giving back and and helping people like that gives me a burst of energy when I'm doing something fun like that. And I feel like I, I did something that's going to actually help um, people that I don't even know. No, that that's, that's uh, commendable because uh, I see it. That seems to be uh, a trend for, from a lot of people I talk to, like part of their uh, decompression or part of their, uh, their interest outside of work is volunteerism and, and helping other people, right? Like they not only do it in their job, but then they do it outside of their job. So I have to ask, when it came to the remodel, was it, was it, were you swinging the hammer or, or did you have to, uh, or did you have somebody do it for you? No, I had help. Okay. I take I, all the credit. I had gotcha. help, but I did a lot of the designing. So people love the design of everything. Okay. So I picked out everything, um, all the materials. And who knew tiling would be so therapeutic? But <laughs> Right. Yeah. So. Cause, okay. Because I, I had to ask, because so we, we've we've done a little bit of remodeling as well, right? Like everybody, I come out the pandemic. You've been in, in this space for so long. You're like, I want to do something different with it. But uh, we had somebody do the floors. because I was like, I can't do the floors myself. I, I'd tear everything up. Uh, and then we had the uh, the the door. So we, we got uh, glass added to the door. But the backsplash and the paint, I'm like, ah, I got to do that myself. I really don't want to. <laughs> like, it feels good when it's done. But, like, doing right. it, I'm just like, man, I just want to hire somebody else. Um, so I'm I'm right behind you. That's that's the plan for the fall is to do the backsplash and the paint and all that, all that stuff. Um you also brought up music. So uh, what what uh, genre or artist? Like what's what's your, before I go to your top five, I got I to gotta kind of narrow it down. <laughs> um, I pretty much listen to anything, not, not really country, not a country music person, but I'll pretty much listen to anything once. And if I like it, I like it. Um, but primarily 
listen to a lot of R&B, especially old school. I love Al Green because of my grandmother. Okay. <laughs> like, you, got, you got good taste. That when I was little, right. so yeah. you got to go back to, to Al Green. love the Osley Brothers, uh, Uncle Charlie. And then I, I go all the way to the whole other end of the spectrum with rap. Uh, little baby, young know, oh, okay. like, I'm a huge J. Cole fan. Like J. Cole is probably my favorite rapper. So if we're talking top five, um, not in any order. If I had to do top five more recent, uh, it'll be J. Cole, uh, Big Crit, um, Jid. So J. I. D. Uh, four. If I want to mix in some people. Definitely got to put in Outcast. Okay. UGK. There's like so many people that I'm blanking on, but right, right. No, they all got to be my, my top <laughs> top one, especially for this new era. If I'm extending new era and you know, old school era. Okay, and and I see like it's a concentration, right? Like like down south. Yeah, I'm seeing all these. Okay, names. Yep. In my mind, I'm like, I gotta snare it down to five. <laughs> there you go. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, and then uh, your your taste of music commendable, right? Like so, I same same boat. I grew up listening to uh, old school, because uh, if you say by modern, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't think of anybody right now where I'm just like, yeah, it's good music, but I'm also getting stuck in my ways, right? So everybody hits that age, or is this like nothing past? Like, probably for me, it's double odds. Like, there's a few artists I mess with, uh, like J. Cole, Kendrick, but most most everybody, like, you know, Jay-Z, Nas, like, I'm I'm back there. So I I respect it. You threw Outkast in there, like, you, you're a... Uh, you can you can toss me a playlist. Like some people where they'll say some stuff, I'm like, nah, I don't even wanna <laughs> <laughs> You don't even know. <laughs> I don't know sharing links. No more, no, like, I'm, I if I had to choose between Jay-Z and Nas, I'm probably more of a Nas person. Okay. If talking about so, like New York hip hop, um, Wu Tang clan and Love the Locks. So those type. Okay. Uh, usually love Dipset <laughs> as well. Yeah, okay. Like, okay. So yeah, right. <laughs> then R and B is a whole nother level. I probably couldn't pick a top five for R and B because I'd like to say do I have to split in two different lists: women, men. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I won't, I won't put you on the spot, but no, it sounds like you have pretty good taste in music. Uh, and then uh, your your volunteerism again, again, that's that's commendable, and you're doing the walk, so it's it's good to to hear all the above, right? Uh, so for the the people we're listening, right, like. You should decompress. You should do your own thing, but it is also uh, uh, fulfilling to also uh, give on your time off as well, right? In some capacity, whether it be your time or, or what have you. So, no, all all good stuff. Um, so, you pretty much answered like all of my my usual my personal questions. I go into music. I go into. Uh, do you have any book recommendations you might want to pass to people? Like it could be educational, or it could be you know any anything, fiction, nonfiction, anything that you've read recently where you're like somebody else should read this. There is a book um, I read recently called lead to win i'm blanking on her name usually if i had all my stuff in here i would be able to pull these books right. out. um what's her name is carrie harris maybe making that up i'll look it up um but it's lead to win and she has i think two other books that are kind of along those themes all right uh so 
before before we end the uh the, the podcast so we, we've talked about movies books uh all that good stuff so uh hopefully uh other people share your taste right somebody out there yelling at you because you didn't you didn't say their their favorite uh rapper or or r&b artist um and we also talked about uh any any type of uh like material you want somebody to read uh is there anything that you want to plug like uh anything that uh any any uh, specific websites or links or things that people should be looking into uh, before we go? Yes, uh, I definitely want to plug our college. Not a lot of people know that Science Institute actually has a college under its umbrella. Um, so whether you're a veteran and you're looking to use your GI Bill um, or you're a college student with a 529 college fund and you're looking to spend money um, wisely and intentionally with us, um, or if you're individual and money's a factor, we have an income share agreement and a tuition payment plan available for those and we're cheaper. So uh, there's a lot of opportunity there to check out sans.edu uh, where you have pretty much wraparound services. You get an advising team like mine. I even advise students as assistant director. Um, we have a career team who are excellent. Our admissions team is top notch. So you're definitely going to get that wraparound service and support that you wouldn't necessarily get uh, anywhere else, um, especially on the level of SANS and GIAC certifications. So you can earn up to four certifications through our certificate program on the undergraduate side or up to 10 uh, on our in our bachelor's degree. So not like I said, the average person might have one GIAC certification, come to the college, you can rack up <laughs> and, and have an opportunity and then go through our career team and, and hopefully land a role in top security so that we can be phenomenal. speaking uplifting you in the field. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know either. Like I, I knew about uh, a lot of your efforts, but I, I didn't know that there was also a, uh, a school uh, in there as well. So no, that's, that's great. Um, so it's kind of like a one-stop shop. Again, it's not, I'm not selling anything. I don't have any sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> I just like what I'm hearing, right? So I, I'm sure to somebody else who's like, okay, like I can I can kill two birds with one stone because like, they're always trying to balance that, like education or certification. So no, that's that's great. Uh, so again, we're gonna capture everything we can uh, within the link in bio, but they people need to follow you as well. So we'll have your your uh, your LinkedIn uh, uh, link as well, so people can uh, can follow you on the platform, uh, and hopefully. Um, this will bring more awareness, right, to people who thought that, oh, you know, I've already started my career in something that I can't really pivot or, uh, you know, maybe I don't have those transferable skills. Like, yes, you do. Pretty much anything would be transferable into uh, into our field. So cybersecurity is vast. It's it's broad. And we have so many openings and positions available. So uh, thank you for you and all your efforts. Uh, again, I, I appreciate it. I'm not sure if I can tribute the, the bump specifically to you, but I think you're part of the formula. Uh, with uh, your uh, your sharing of the podcast and then just connecting me with other content creators. So definitely keep keep that up. And if I can help in any way, please let me know. Um, you can hit us up at all of the uh, the websites that go by our name. Uh, you can hit me up personally. I'm at Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, because I'm not calling anything else, and Threads, even though nobody's there. <laughs> it's just <laughs> me by myself. Uh, and then just continue to listen to the show. I never say it enough. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, if you want to uh, to appear on the show, please shoot me a message and we can kind of talk about it. I had to make sure you're not crazy first. So we can have a good conversation like this one. Uh, and then uh, just, you know, keep educating yourself and keep 
uh, connecting with uh, uh, other people, right? Like sky's the limit out here. So uh, like you said, like don't chase perfection, take it one day at a time. Like maybe today was not your day, but tomorrow uh, you can you can start start anew and get your 100% by the end of the week. So stay safe, stay secure. Thank you.